Welcome to our One Year Bible Weekly Devotional. This one is based on the readings from February 8th through February 14th. To pray or not to pray. Initial impressions. Prayer is hard. For many of us, it's hard to understand. For many of us, it's hard to remember to do. For many more of us, it's hard to do consistently. Yet for all of us, it's so very important. There are interesting examples of prayer in this week's scriptures. Much of this week's Psalms readings, for instance, involve praying to and praising God. In Psalm 34.4, it says, quote, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me, freeing me from all my fears, end quote. God's answers to our prayers are not always what we want them to be. Notice how the psalm does not say God did exactly what we asked. Rather, the psalm says God freed from fear. This is part of what it means to sincerely pray. When we pray, we trust God more than we trust ourselves. We give over our control. We no longer have to carry burdens alone. Just as described in Psalm 34, God frees us as we trust God today through sincere prayer. The more we pray, the more we trust, the freer we are, the less we fear. Going deeper. In Exodus 32, verses 9 through 14, Moses' exchange with God, which is prayer, changes history. Notice how Moses did not change God's mind with his own logic and desires, though. Moses prayed back to God what God had already promised. Moses demonstrated enough faith to rely on God's words. And Moses knew those words well enough in the first place to be able to pray them. Here, God was simply waiting for someone with enough faith to pray what God's will was in the first place. This prayer altered the course of history as God withdrew the threat to respond with justice to the Hebrew people's idolatry. Certainly, this story suggests that God actually allows prayer to truly impact reality. Of course, God does what God wills regardless of our prayers or cooperation in many instances, but not in every instance. In other moments, such as the one in Exodus 32, God is content to wait for us to pray in order to work in one particular way or another. Therefore, our prayers really do matter because with certain things, God has decided to work through prayer and to wait to work through prayer in order to accomplish God's will. Getting real. So does the story in Exodus 32 mean we always get what we ask when we pray? No, it sure doesn't. Think about another story involving prayer from this week's readings. Jesus' prayer before his arrest. This comes from Matthew 26. In this prayer, Jesus asked for his task to be passed from him, and it wasn't. But notice what Jesus also says in his prayer. In addition to asking for something specific, he says, quote, your will, not mine, end quote. Do we have enough faith to pray to God like that? Do we have enough faith to trust God's will over our own? Even if it means we may experience unwanted pain? Make no mistake, getting specific things we ask for in prayer does happen sometimes, but that's not the point of prayer. 
Yes, prayer changes things, though not always in the ways we expect. But what it often changes most is us. It changes us to want what God wants instead of what we want. It changes us to not just trust God, but, like Jesus in Matthew 26, to trust God most. This concludes the normal segment of our weekly blog, but today we have some special extras for you, so stick around for a little longer if you're interested. Bonus section. Top five practical prayer tips. Tip number one. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. Period. You need to change something in your life. I mean, seriously. Tip number two. Pray now. It can be overwhelming to wait until night or whenever your designated prayer time is because sometimes there's just so much on your mind for which to pray. So just pray now with your eyes open for just a few seconds. Talk to God. Don't save it for later. Pray now. It still counts just as much. Tip number three. Say thank you. Say it more than you say, please. In fact, say it much more. Much, much, much more. Say thank you. Tip number four. Don't worry about saying the right words in prayer. You don't have to say the right words. It's the act of trusting God enough to humble yourself and sincerely pray in the first place that's more important. Read Romans 8, 26 and 27. And don't worry about having to always say the right words. Tip number five. Sit in silence for 30 seconds. Then pray what's on your heart. Those are just some extra tips that we have about prayer based on what we'll read in the Bible both now and in the future. If you're interested in thinking more about prayer, please check out these relevant Bible teachings about why to pray and how to pray. These include 2 Chronicles 7.14, Luke 22.40, Luke 22.46, Matthew 6, 5 and through 7. This is available in print version as well, so if that's easier to attain, since it was kind of a long list, please do that. And also, there's lots of great books on prayer, and two such books are Prayer, Does It Make Any Difference? by Philip Yancey, and finally, Too Busy Not to Pray by Bill Hybels. Thank you for sticking with us through this extra long segment, but I hope it was worth it to you, and we hope that you're doing well in your Bible readings, and we'll see you next week.